first of all, man, I just feel like I want to go practice. The music was mind-bogglingly great. So, um, if it's okay with Blocky, just maybe to get some background on how he came to music, how he came to the Cora, and his approach to learning, because I know he comes from a musical family, but. Euh, tu peux euh, parler de ton histoire de musique, mm -hmm. comment il va jouer les corps et tout ça. Mm -hmm. bon, en fait, euh, là, je viens dans une famille des griots. Mm -hmm. Les griots, c'est les colons qu'ils ont d'ici. Mm -hmm. Le nom, c'est Nyamakala. Ok, donc so il vient de une famille griot, de la griot tradition, et la famille, son nom est Malaka. Nyamakala. Yamal. Voilà. Okay. Donc, euh, ben, ben, c'est comme des familles de musiciens. Donc, mon père, mm -hmm. c'est un joueur de Coran. Ok, so, il vient de une famille de musiciens. Son père jouait le Coran. Voilà. Mm -hmm. Donc, je trouve la Coran dans les deux sens. Mm -hmm. Même euh, le côté maternel. Ok. Donc, le père de ma mère, le grand-père aussi. Ok. On fait que le Coran. Okay, so he he came to the Cora on uh, in two ways, both maternal and paternal. Donc de génération en génération. Mm. Generation after generation. Voilà. Donc du coup, mon père voulait que parce qu'il dit que être musicien, mais je vis la réalité parce que c'est compliqué. Ouais. Essayer de vivre avec la musique c'est compliqué, donc si tu n'as pas de It's come everybody who grows up in a family who wants your kids to do something different than what you did. So what he said is his parent, his father said, it's too hard, it's complicated to be a musician, you should go to school and learn something else. Parce que là, j'ai vu aux États-Unis, en Europe, il y a des musiciens, mais ils ont d'autres travaux aussi. Yeah, so like in here in the States, same in Africa, you have musicians, but they have other work as well to survive. Mais bon. En Afrique, c'est rare. Donc, nous, ben, si on vient dans une famille griot, on fait que la musique. So, it's just a tradition to do the music. It's not necessarily something you can make money from. Voilà. So, this is why his parents said, you know, you need to go to school so you can make a living. Okay. Voilà. Donc, du coup, là, j'ai fait pas mal d'expériences mm -hmm. parce que j'ai perdu mon père à l'âge de 13 ans. Wow, so he had, uh, he had a lot of experience, but at the same time, he lost his dad when he was 13 years old. Mm. So he was obligated in a way to quit school and go straight into the music. Des études de mes frères et so, because he's the oldest guy in his family, he was obligated to make money, so he decided to go into music so he could support his family. Well, I did already because I have my young friends now, they have great diplomas, tout, tout, tout. I have no regrets, but quand même, là, il a dit, me suis débrouillé bien jusqu'à cela. Yeah. So he, so he was wanted to support his family and the, his brothers and sisters to go to school. He didn't have a degree, so he was a bit like self-taught. And he, was, he had to earn a living to make sure that all of his families, his sister and brothers, because he's the oldest in his family, he had to make sure that he was able to support his family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Donc, la Cora, c'est ma vie. 
The Quran is his life. Donc yeah. c'est c'est un instrument aussi parce que moi mon père c'est l'origine il vient de Gambie. Okay, his father comes from Gambie. Ma mère c'est un sénégalaise. His mother is from Senegal. Moi je suis né au Mali. He was born in Mali. Donc mm -hmm. la ville, la ville, j'ai des trois cultures différentes que je. Mm -hmm. So yeah, two cultures different. Mm -hmm. So we had to navigate those two cultures. Donc c'est pour cela qu'on dit la Kora c'est c'est Guinée Bissau la Gambie. So the Kora comes from Guinea but also Gambie. Voilà. Mm -hmm. euh, mais le Mali c'est tout récent donc c'est nos papas qui ont amené la Kora au Mali en 1960. Okay, so the Kora is an instrument that's kind of new in uh, Mali. What year again? Kialani. On peut dire 58 60. Mais c'est nos papas qui ont amené okay, la Okay, uh, like 1968, Ouais. Yeah. Parce que le Mali, mm -hmm. on a à peu près plusieurs dialectes. Donc c'est pour cela que notre langage musical c'est très riche. Ok. Mm. So, uh, in Mali, the language, uh, musical language is very rich because of the history mm -hmm. of the melange. Ouais. Mm -hmm. yeah. On fait la musique parce que nous, c'est pas une écriture, donc ce sont des paroles. So, it's not about writing music, it's about passing on stories. Mm -hmm. ouais. Donc du coup, euh, euh, c'est ça, j'ai fait un parcours, mais pas très dur, mais quand même, là, j'ai fait pas mal de mélanges avec d'autres cultures, parce que je dis, la chorale, c'est un instrument, il ne faut pas laisser dans son caserne, mm -hmm. donc il faut la faire sortir, mm -hmm. voir d'autres réalités aussi. Ok, donc, parce que de cette histoire, il utilise la fusion de différentes musiques to disperse that across the world. Voilà. Donc c'est ça, et puis s'il y a une question de me poser, là je suis prêt à répondre. Say that again? Mais si quelqu'un veut me poser des questions, donc là c'était déjà le parcours musical. Okay. Donc s'il y a une question de me dire, donc là je suis prêt à répondre. Okay. If, uh, if you have any questions to ask him about his history of music, he's open to answer them. Mais ce n'est pas quelque chose qu'il a appris à l'école. C'est sur sa vie de vie de vie et aussi une fusion. I kind of would like to 
put a similar question to you, Nicole, and just as a comparison of what your background was like getting into music, how you chose the flute, how you got to where you're sitting today, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> what what was your background like? Um, it's interesting when Balake was talking about his father, your father died at 13, because my mother died when I was 16, and she wanted to be an artist. She was a visual artist, and she wrote short stories and poetry, and she was trying to make that her life, but she was frustrated and, you know, didn't really get the opportunities that she, you know, she didn't really get the opportunity to really share her work, but she just kept working and working and working at it, even though there was no one to see it, you know, but she just was creating, 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 working hard every day at her art. And so I really felt when she died that it was my, I took, the choice I made the choice to take responsibility and like to take the path as an artist to continue what she didn't finish um, because it was very inspirational to me the kind of work that she was doing and it was always like what you would call otherworldly like her paintings you know she'd never met Sun Ra but she made paintings of like multiple suns setting you know as if it was on another planet and like you know black women like sitting on the moon holding you know like celestial beings like holding their children and like <laughs> like she definitely had an imag a great imagination and so i absorbed all of that and she also heard voices and I'm trying to have the courage to start talking more about that, you know, because she didn't start hearing voices until I was born. So I think her life drastically changed when I was born. She died and was given the choice of moving on into heaven or coming back. She decided to come back to raise me. But then after that, that's when she started being creative, but also was hearing voices. And she struggled with that. And, um, but I feel that all of that, you know, kind of made me a lot like who I am today. And the flute was my vehicle for for creating. You know, when I heard it, I instantly knew that's what I wanted to do. And it's funny because my parents didn't <laughs> like they didn't instantly say, OK, yeah, here's a flute. It's like, no, it took like four years before they said, OK, fine. <laughs> you know, um, you're serious. Yeah, you know, I played air flute for four years <laughs> from like from like fourth grade to eighth grade. You know, like on listening to radio and pretending to play and like making little tapes and like John Pierre Ron Paul and Galway and like pretending that I was playing until I finally got a flute in my hands. <laughs> but yeah, music definitely was very like critical to me being able to go to school. I think I might've dropped out of school because I didn't, <laughs> I mean, people just didn't like me, but I was in Orange County. It's not Chicago, you know. I don't think I need to say more. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do your background in studying, were you self-taught or do you go to a conservatory program? No, I, I mean, I took private lessons and then I went to college, but I never I actually wanted to go to a conservatory, but my dad wouldn't let me leave the state. And then 
I tr I tried to transfer and audition for all these conservatories and actually didn't get in any of them. And then I went to I did get into a really nice school, Oberlin College. Um, but I dropped out because the flute. I mean, the teacher was telling me you'll never make it playing jazz flute. And I'm like, why am I wasting my time here? So I'll just come play on the streets in Chicago. You know, I had already been to um, the new apartment lounge and heard Von Freeman and said, well, I can just do that. Like I can just go study with Von Freeman. I hadn't discovered Fred Anderson yet till I got here. Um, and um, played on the street, got arrested the first day I got here, like for noise complaint. And then, <laughs> then after that, I, you know, um, discovered like, you know, I started playing the street and met people in the ACM, and that's where so why I did, why did you landed. Pick Chicago because the ACM. No, because of my mother. She was born and raised here on the mm -hmm. South Side, and so I had a romanticism of Chicago because I had such a hard time. In California, whenever I came here, it was like, I'm just a normal person. Like, nobody's pointing me out or telling me to go back to Africa or anything. So I'm like, yeah, I want to go to Chicago. question uh, for Balake. In a combination like this of two different music backgrounds and cultures, um, does he plan ahead or um, how does he approach a collaboration like this with Nicole? Okay. Uh, 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 so collaboration with a friend called Nicole. You do the things the shows improvisational or to to find structure avant the fait. Well, fait, tout le truc que moi je fais c'est avec l'improvisation parce que là j'ai pas fait l'école de musique. Everything he does is improvisation. He never did. He went, never went to music school. Même ce soir, tout ce qu'on a fait, ben je félicite Nicolas aussi parce qu'il a une bonne oreille musicale. Yeah. Everything they did tonight was improvisational, and also he said that Nikki has a good ear improvisation. It was nothing planned, they just they played, and it was just like this. Okay? It was improvisation. So he's used to playing this way, that's how he was born, that's how he was raised to play, and so it's practical for him. Can I add something to what he said? I mean, I think that you're very unique because you you have an understanding of your of tradition of the tradition that has been around you, but you really like taking risks and you and you um, have collaborated with so many amazing musicians of completely different traditions, you know. So it was really rare to be able to find someone like you to work with, you know. You know, it's not just, 
oh, let me play with a chora player. It's like, no, I'm going to play with <laughs> because because of a big mind and open open ears, you know. But it's the tradition that makes that. It's the tradition that makes that possible. Because it's tellement là, je même mon mon père c'est un joueur, mais je pas là j'ai appris loin, mais pas proche. So he learned, but not really close to his father. He had to do it himself. Voilà. Yeah. Là, juste l'écoute, mais je regarde pas. Yeah, so he just used his ears. He wasn't really looking at his father, what he did. Mm. So he interpreted, interpreted it himself. Voilà. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. But it's not just the tradition, <laughs> because I've met other people that... <laughs> that say, no, you're just going to do my thing, and I don't want to hear what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and you're very like, yes, oh, interesting, like, let's try. Well, the music, for the music, it has to be open, mm. not that you go, it's like this mm. and nothing else can happen. Right. No, yeah. for You have to always search. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thanks for being here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you, if you both could talk a little bit about the project you're working on together with a larger group that's going to perform Saturday, the Obamaco Chicago Sound System. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bon, en fait, là, j'aime ai, bien parce que toujours ça que je dis, moi, mm -hmm. et au Mali, nous, on n'a pas une classeur mm -hmm. de dire c'est du jazz, c'est du blues, c'est du variété ou okay. quoi. Donc, moi, la musique, c'est la musique. Ok, donc, so, en Mali, elle n'a pas la classification de musique comme ça, c'est le blues, c'est la rock, la, la, la. la musique, c'est la musique. Voilà. Donc, on s'adapte. He's always open and he wants to, to discover the, the beautiful things. Donc la première fois, ils ont fait la connexion entre moi et Nicole. The first time he met Nicole. Donc on a essayé de de ranger, de donner certains musiciens pour qu'on puisse faire quelque chose pour le futur. And they work together to try and arrange different things with different musicians together. Donc on a fait des beaux résidences et en France. They did the a residence together in France. Pas mal de concerts. And a lot of concerts. Donc là j'ai beaucoup aimé. And he loved it. Donc c'est pour cela aujourd'hui, mm -hmm. on attendait à ça, il m'invite chez lui et puis. Uh, Pour avancer les projets. Yeah. So after that, uh, Nicole invited him to come here to advance the project. Donc j'espère qu'il y a une continuité. He hopes the thing that things continue after that. Voilà, mm -hmm. parce que la musique c'est le cœur. Donc si on a le bon cœur, le deux, the heart, and they both ça have peut avancer. Ouais. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah. I just want to say, um, it took, there was a lot of amazing people that made this possible, you know, um, partnership with the High Park Jazz Festival, the World Music Fest, Experimental Sound Studio, 
We're Vidya, Three Arts, <laughs> like all of these amazing organizations here in Chicago made it possible for us to do this. And, um, and so Chicago, I'm just thankful for the community we have here, you know? And also like when I did Three Arts, you know, there's individuals that like, you know, help to contribute. Like, so it's like really literally the whole community has helped to make this happen. So I just want to like say thank you to you guys for being here and being supportive so that we can explore and have an adventure, you know, because in this world, the way it is, like, you know, you know how it is right now. It's it's really important that we still have the opportunity to to connect and like learn about each other, you know, from different, you're talking about different culture, different language, different like food, different, you know, way of living and way of seeing the world and like coming together and sharing that and, and, and you know, just discovering whatever that is, you know, and so I'm just thankful that we have this moment. I don't, I, I guess I'm coming to it feeling like I really have no idea what's gonna happen, but I'm excited. Okay, maybe just a couple questions from the audience and we'll let them enjoy the rest of their evening anyway if they want There's to. There's somebody there. Okay, yeah. I'm just curious if you could talk a little bit about how it is working together coming from different tuning systems. Oh. Comment ça passe travailler ensemble quand tu as différents systèmes de tuning. Ouais, tuning. Bah en fait la question c'est très simple parce que tous les deux on a l'odeur musicale. Donc, juste euh, attendre certaines tonalités. Mm -hmm. Et moi, j'aime bien aussi. Mm -hmm. On ne se parle pas trop. Okay. Donc, il y a une connexion directe. Donc, c'est ça qui est très fort. Because uh, both of them, and he said that Nicole has a really good ear. It's not even a question. So, it's easy. And this is the way they communicate anyway, mm -hmm. via the music. So, really, this is something that's not very important, the idea of tonality, because they're speaking musically. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can uh, make adjustments to each other in, in the moment. And, yeah, I think know. it's very intuitive and particular yeah. do, yeah. because both of them have a very good ear musically. Mm -hmm. uh, they hear each other, and I think it's on a spiritual mm -hmm. level that stuff happens. Yeah, because I don't know French, but when we're doing the rehearsal, I know. I know what you're saying. Maybe one more question. Another question, possibly. So, yeah. did you seek him out? Like, how did you guys connect? I had this desire. 
for a really long time. I never knew it could actually happen. And I especially had assumptions about being a woman that maybe nobody would ever accept me to do a collaboration because it's not the tradition for women instrumentalists in their musical tradition. Or at least that was my assumption. And so I had friends that I had told this about and it just turned out, I guess I put my little, the little bird went into the right ear and someone said, oh, well, you know, I think this could be a great idea. And and they helped to, they helped me. Alexander Pierpone, he's a anthropologist, musical anthropologist, and he's been in the city a lot because he does the bridge program, bridging like Parisian musicians with Chicago musicians. And he's come here many times and even written a book on the AACM. And he was the one that knew Baleke and knew of me and like said, hey, this would be great. You know, I heard you've been talking about you wanting to do this. And he um, spoke with a foundation in France called Royaumont. And they, their whole, their specialty was um, international musical collaboration, but they had just started doing improvisational collaboration. So, you know, Alexandre spoke with um, the people at Royal Mall and they were like, oh, that sounds interesting. And so it happened, it just kind of fell into our lap, but it's like, you know, ask for what you want, you know. <laughs>